So yes, yes, we're back for another one. It's Ali Don, your host of the First Fridays podcast brought to you by thegodcollection.com. And today I've got special guest, extraordinaire rapper, writer, tap dancer, painter, drawer, artist. He does it all. It's Arkansas Bo in the house. Hey, 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 what up, what up, what up? What's up? Well, Bo, you know, I'm so grateful that you agreed to do this interview because you've been in the game for a long time. And been in it for a minute, man. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, yes, I'm going to say since 2005. Wow. Because that's when I actually landed in the magazine. Ooh, okay. Subtle flex. This subtle flex is brought to you by. Yeah. <laughs> I peep. I, I see the vibes. All right. Source Magazine Extraordinaire is Arkansas Boom. Now, I wanted to interview you for this podcast because it's so important for emerging artists to be able to just gain some knowledge and wisdom of the game, just to know what they're getting themselves into, and. I know how important it is when you're in music business to to do some collaborations. So I want to ask you first and foremost, like, what's the best part about collaborating with other artists or other producers? Well, I mean, the best part about it must say cross promotion because you know some of your fans might be like, "Who that guy?" and then they go check out his stuff, and some of his fans might come check out your stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? And if y'all got big fan bases, that's just, you know, the more the merrier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. It can only help. Especially if y'all in different regions. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's true. You know, if I'm down south and I do a collaboration with an East Coast cat, then, you know, I'll probably get some East Coast love. You know what I'm saying? And he'll get some down south love from the, you know, yeah. back and forth like that. I mean, and that makes sense, too. I mean, because even doing this podcast now, I'm in Denver right now. And, you know, a lot of, I'm sure I'll get a lot of love from Arkansas. You know what I mean? Stuttgart. Right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The whole mind. And I might get some love from Denver. Well, I already get love from Denver. Yeah. From those that do know me. But yeah. Maybe this will rekindle something. <laughs> <laughs> it may be a little something. Now, let me ask you. Now, I remember we were talking before, and you told me that you were doing a collaboration with Devin the Dude. I was, like, looking through your catalog, trying to see, like, what song I wanted to play a little bit later in the podcast. And then I was, like, going across your catalog. Now, I've known you for a long time, so I felt like I just know all your music but i'm like whoa he's got a song with devin the dude i had no idea yeah man uh me and devin i, I devin he when he comes here to little rock and he do shows i'm one of the first people he'll contact or something like that and be like yo man i'm gonna be here and all this kind of stuff so we we can we got a good rapport with each other so yeah shout uh, out i asked rock. him i said hey man let me when you gonna hop on a track with me Okay, shout out Houston, shout out Stuttgart, Pine Bluff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look at you going, going, uh, doing my state like this. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, shout out. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so let me ask you, okay, so what was your best collaboration then and why? Was it Devin or was it somebody else that kind of surprised you that you really enjoyed collaborating with them? Uh, yeah, it was Devin. 
I did a collab with Mr. Thurbone from No Limits, but yeah. I don't think he ever put it out. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, what is that like? Because I know that happens a lot where artists are collaborating, they're working together, and then the project just never goes out. Is that something that's like a big disappointment or is there some kind of way that you can just try to put it out anyway? Like, how do you feel when that happens? I, I hate it because sometimes I be giving people some dope verses. Yeah. And they don't ever promote it or push it like they supposed to. And I be like, man, come on, man. Like, I gave you my all, brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta put some, you gotta put some, uh, some, some legs behind that project and let let it run. You know what I'm saying? But they, I don't know, man. I guess some people just do it for bucket list reasons. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I mean, that's gotta be disappointing, especially when you know you like get barring them up. You know what I'm saying? You're just yeah. dropping all kind of bars and then like, you know, it doesn't get the proper promotion or it just never comes out. But that's just part of the game, apparently. So like, what can someone do? Like, say you got that verse. You ever try to recycle that verse and put it on a different beat and put the song out yourself? No, I don't do that because, and, you know, that can cause controversy. Like, right. uh, you know, he's like, man, you did that on my album. And, and, you know, he probably try to go public with it and then that'll make me look like uh, Arkansas Bo ain't that creative. He had to recycle a verse. Oh, uh, snap. Uh, I, recycle, I recycled the verse one time, and I was just like, I didn't I didn't feel comfortable with it when I did it. After, so I was like, yeah, I, that makes sense. You know. And, you know, and people who really follow your career, too, like, they will call you out on that stuff. Like, okay, they said that oh, before. Yeah. Like, I heard him say that before on this song. Right, right. Yeah, okay. I know Cam sense. and Kanye did it. Uh, <laughs> not not Cameron, but I'm talking about Cam from the West Coast. Like, uh-huh. You know, and, uh, Kanye West did it once, I think. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so people will call you out for recycling your verses. So I guess you just got to take an L then. You drop some hot bars on a collaboration. The song never yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah, I take an L with that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? If I get anybody on something, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to push it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Okay. All right, so let me ask you. So what has been your biggest challenge in the music industry? I mean, aside from those collaborations where you're doing these hot verses, it never comes out. Like, what are some of the other challenges that you've come across in the music industry? Do you ever have any problems with, like, management or something? Like, they kind of want you to do something that yeah, you don't necessarily want to yeah, do? Or yeah, yeah, conforming. That, that right there, yeah. That's a, that's a problem with me. Like, I, I don't sound like what... I wouldn't even call it modern hip-hop. I, I don't sound like what hip-hop sounds like today. And me conforming to something that I don't, I'm I'm not into, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's been a problem for me. And everybody be like, well, Bo, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. But I'd be like, nah, I'm going to keep doing me because, you know, I just stand on what I believe in. And I believe in, I pride myself off of lyricism and uh, delivery. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, and that's... I don't mumble rap. I don't mumble rap. I don't don't mimic nobody else. I'm a... a, To me, originality is a necessity. Well, that's... And that's unfortunate. Like, what you said. Like, if we could just run it back. Like, you said that you pride yourself on lyrics, originality, delivery, and you also said that you don't sound like hip-hop today. But that is the essence of hip hop, and it's unfortunate that you're saying that, you know, the way you rap, you know, with those original, the necessities that make hip hop what it is, 
that's not what hip hop is today, basically. Right. You know, I got some kind of substance. And you're not lying too. Like it's it's unfortunate that that's that's yeah. <laughs> that's where we're at right now. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of rappers who. You know, they don't fit inside, they don't check those boxes, you know, but they don't necessarily care either. They're like, I'm not doing this for that. Right. I'm not, right. I'm, I'm not worried about delivery in my lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's. You wanna put on a dope beat, make up a dumb hook, <laughs> and make sure it's hypnotizing the people, and that's the way they get on, you know? Wow. Well, I can't leave your belly empty. You know what I'm saying? I gotta fill you up with something. Right. I might do a dumb song here and there, but because <laughs> we don't. Even, I don't even want to ask you about vanilla pudding. Oh, yeah. Like we're not. <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask about the substance <laughs> of that song. If you're a fan of Arkansas Bow, you might know what that is. I'm not even gonna get yeah, into it. <laughs> okay. That was, uh, that was something. <laughs> I did to, to be real with you, it was something that I did to take away the way that black women was being exploited on video. Because I was going to shoot a video for that. And I was going to have, <laughs> you know, a bunch of white women doing the same thing. Okay. You know, like uh, like how Miley Cyrus did it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. Yeah, I was on that type of stuff. I was like, see, these dudes be having these black women in these videos, bent over and looking like six objects. I was like, I could do the same thing, but not with my women. Well, well, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like controversy, and you know what? Controversy sells, so. Yeah, I was going to do it, but I never (laughs) shot the video. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if that's a good or a bad thing, but we'll just leave it there. Okay. So let me ask you. Okay. So challenges of the, of the music industry. Now, before you and I were talking, like we got into a little conversation about ageism too. Like, have you noticed like what kind of challenges you come across due to ageism in the in the music industry, specifically in the rap music industry? Oh man, like that's crazy because you know. Rap is an art. Yeah. And, you know, Picasso wasn't never too old to paint. You know what I mean? Right. So, when people tell me, you, you should let, let the young boys, you know, I'd be like, you're just saying it because I'm better than you. And that's <laughs> <fine>. so, <laughs> you're just saying it because I'm better than you. Okay, so those are hater <laughs> comments. Hold on. Okay, so run that back again. So just in case, like, people might be throwing some light shade expecting you not to pick up on it. So, like, what are some of the things that they'll be telling you really to just stop you or slow you down? <laughs> hey, man, and, uh, they, they, they'd probably be like, you know, you know, man, like, uh, you still, like, you still got that 80s flow. <laughs> You still got that eighty, that, that late eighties, early nineties flow, or they'll tell me something like that, or, or they'll be like, you know, uh, maybe man, like you should uh, like try getting back into your artwork and start painting it again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they tell me all kinds of stuff, and I'd be like, I, 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 I like, you know, I'd be like, I already do that stuff, and 
I know what you're trying to say, and I'm just better than you, so it don't matter. You know. You know what I'm saying? I, I keep that attitude, and everybody be like, oh, you arrogant, and I'm like, no, I ain't. I mean, well, because you know. <laughs> well, you, you're not lying, because chances are, whoever's saying this to you, like, you are a very skilled MC. Like, you do capture those essence of hip-hop, you know, with storytelling you're keeping it real you're very authentic in your music i mean you got bars i mean all of the elements are definitely there in your music so whoever is criticizing you i mean i would i would definitely agree with you that you are most likely better (laughs) than they are younger rappers it's usually Mm -hmm. younger rappers saying it or or a parent that's my age and they son rapping you know what i'm saying interesting (laughs) something like that you know what i'm saying i'd be like come on man uh you know, I do this. Right. And I ain't tricking. So it's good that yeah. you stay you stay true to who you are. So, I mean, that must be the key to longevity. Like, what else do you think is the key for longevity in the music business? The key to longevity is stand on what you believe and stay original. You know what I'm saying? Because even like today with the music that's going on today, people are looking for a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They look for a breath of fresh air all the time. The game evolves every day. And like, it evolves every day, man. So stay true to what you're doing. Stay true to you. Don't try to sound like nobody else. Stick with what's original. You know what I'm saying? Stick with your, with your, stick with your master plan and your game plan and how you want to execute things. Don't uh, conform to what somebody else wants you to do for you. No. Yeah, I mean, that's a good piece of advice, not conforming. I mean, because this has been going on for a really long time. I remember I was watching one of those Jay-Z movies. I don't know whether it was like back... Reasonable doubt. I mean, was uh, it re- backstage or was it... um Was it the Black Album? Did he do something for the Black Album or something? It was something that he was talking to someone about how he wasn't... He was kind of feeling insecure about how he should rap. Like he didn't feel like he can rap the way he really wants to. He felt like he needed to change his flow or change his style in some kind of way just to be able to be accepted by the record okay. label and the fans. There's nothing wrong with reinventing yourself either. I mean, you can reinvent yourself as long as it's yours. You know? Yeah. As long as it's you. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I ain't gonna be like, I'm gonna reinvent myself. And then I come out rapping like Twister. And everybody be like, well, you sound like Twister. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Like, but what is, like, no. this is really me, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that ain't you, Claire. That's Twister. You know what I'm saying? So but, people are going to question it. So it's, it's good, just like you said, to just be authentic. Be be yourself and be who you are. Because if you do try to switch it up later and it really is you, like people are going to question it because you weren't, you weren't right. keeping it real in the first place. Right, right. Wow. I mean, that's a good point. Like, just like you were saying, like a painter, like um, before we were talking about like Picasso. I mean, you said that they never changed their style, Van Gogh. You know, they never changed right. the style. They never changed it up. You could tell it was theirs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's theirs. You could tell he did that. Yeah, Andrew signature. Warhol. You could tell how Andrew Warhol paints uh, or even Basquiat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could tell his paintings when you see them. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, they keep that signature, and it's so important to just sound like you so people can identify you. I mean, it is hard sometimes. I'm listening to music, a playlist, or even listening to the radio or whatever, and it's like, okay, now who is this? Like, I didn't I just hear this? But, like, who? It is hard to figure out, like, who's who. Yeah, it's so messed up that the rap game, it's so messed up. You can turn on the radio and it'll sound like one long song. Yeah. You know, it'll <laughs> yeah. sound like a long song playing. So. And sometimes, you know what? And sometimes albums, like a an artist's album might be like that too. Like you'll listen from yeah. one song to the next and like yeah. every song sounds kind of the same. So how do you, how do you incorporate like some diversity in an album, but still make the album cohesive? Well, it's like I try to get into different characters. I'm not going, like, like, okay, I love dude, but the baby sound the same all the way through his album to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of the songs sound alike. Yeah, a lot of his songs sound alike. Migos, they the same way. You know what I'm saying? Um, me, I try to, I try to let the beat talk to me. I don't go picking the same beat with the same dark bass line and the same snare and all that. I don't use the same producer. I do I use different producers and they they got different ears and you know what I'm saying? The beat talk to me and then I say what I'm gonna say over the music. I got a song on the album uh, I'm tired of this ish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you heard proverbial arrow yeah. when I'm dropping bars all through the thing and then you might I might jump to Instagram bliss and I'm talking about a female pictures you know what I'm saying it's just different content it's, it's, yeah it's, it's content you gonna when I want you when you listen to my music I don't want you to just bob your head I want you to see the picture I want you to see what I'm painting then I want you to get the uh, I want you to get the contrast and then I want you to build the plot and then the, the, the conclusion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it sounds like, <laughs> so, sound like you in your uh, Slick Rick bag, like the art of storytelling. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man. Okay, so let me ask you because, okay, you mentioned your album. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's very relatable for a lot of artists where they're just tired of rapping. They're tired of the industry. There's all kind of artists that talk about they're retiring, but then they just pop up back, you know? So it's like, you can't stay away, like too short. Can't stay away. It's like you announce your retirement. You keep coming back. Like, how do you keep going in the music industry? Because uh, it's therapeutic for me. It's therapeutic. So, you know what I'm saying? I get a lot of stuff out, and people don't know, like, when I'm around a lot of people, I'm kind of quiet, like, I don't say much, I'm real observant, but I done said everything in my music, like, everything that you want to know about me, you can go back and listen to them 15 albums, and then you see, <laughs> well, 14, I'm working on my 15, okay, okay. but you, you can go listen to them 14 albums, and you can be like, I know this guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you might not ever met me before in your life, but when you see me, you're going to walk up on me and try to hug me or give me a handshake. You're going to be smiling. Like, we're friends now. Like, like I know all about you. And in my mind, I'm going to be like, who is this? <laughs> who is this? You're going to walk right up on me like, what's up, oh, boy, man? This man. And you know, you're going to be happy. And I'll be like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. I mean, but that is a fact, though. Like, you, you do put it all out there in your music to where someone could really get to know who you are personally by listening to your projects. And that's really rare. Right. Right, man. Because, you know, there's a lot of fake dudes out there. Yeah. And, know, and even that, I just songs about... I think a real killer. Yeah. And when I, you know, and when you see them in trouble, in court, they crying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crying. I thought you was a killer. What you crying for, cuz? You know? <laughs> that is cool, too what you funny. crying like that for, cuz? You ain't gonna be crying, cuz. You, you real deal. Uh, killer machine. Hardcore rapper, but he's crying. Okay. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Dang. I mean, that is too bad. See, but that's why it's good to just be authentic, cuz people will try to test your gangster, too. Oh, yeah. I saw a video that you had. You're toting some guns and whatnot in one of your videos, maybe even two of your videos I saw. And I'm like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> What's going on in this video? So, and I remember I called you up one day. I'm like, Bo, don't be having videos with this kind of energy because it's just going to come back to you. Like, have you ever noticed that? Like when you have content or you have videos where you're talking that, you're showing the weapons and all that. Like, do you ever notice that that kind of energy ever comes to you? Oh, man. You know, like, it don't come to me. Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't come to me because when I'm, like I said, I'm quiet around people. So, yeah. you know, but so, I do carry a firearm, but because it's open carry down here. Uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately, I never thought I'd be one walking with one every day. Yeah. And it's crazy because of the temperature down here. You, you damn near have to, you know, but I don't flash it out in front of people when I get angry with somebody I don't uh that's not the first resort because I got hands but uh oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah you put the paws on somebody you put the paws on somebody I'd rather squad with you first before I you know put one in you yeah yeah uh but if it just you know if it's just too much like three or four of y'all then you know somebody gonna leave limping and that's just my my thing. I do I, I did that in time out. And I noticed the uh I noticed how much love it received when I did that. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? That is real crazy to hear that. So when you say like you're really pretty pretty quiet when you're in public you know if you're getting upset you're not the first person like to just pull out a weapon and start flashing it all around you know you said your music is very therapeutic for you you're able to get a lot of that tension or aggression any anger you're able to get that out through the music your music is really transparent and I think that's important for everyone to know that no matter what age or what kind of music you're working on music in itself is very therapeutic you know, as a as a mental health professional in this music game, I'm a psychologist and I do know that music does help to relieve anxiety for people in various different cases. I mean, if you're struggling with anxiety, just freestyling, working on music, playing instruments, it helps to relieve anxiety and really help calm you down and, you know, really center you just by working on music in that creative process is really helpful. It is, and trying to come up with the words to 
fit in the cracks and crevices of the beat for it to be intricate and on point. Yeah, man, like, it, I like doing stuff like that. Uh, I, like, I don't even, I rarely listen to rap music. I just know how to do it. You know what I mean? Well, what are you normally listening to? Uh, I listen to, like, uh, Hiatus Coyote and uh, I listen to Crumbin, like, it's, I have to uh, send you those links so you will get the feel of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's dope music. <laughs> it's dope music, jazz. I listen to old school, you know, like Temptations and all that kind of stuff. That stuff gives me inspiration to come up with some of the stuff I come up with, too. I also like producers who listen to different type of music too when they listen to jazz and then when they listen to like the temptations and things like that the isley brothers because sometimes they get they they go digging for records like shout out to all the crate diggers like and and the djs who spin vinyl because i just been around like a couple of djs where they're digging through crates and they're looking for just something that looks interesting on the cover it might be a, a group that they never even heard of but it's like a soul group or a jazz group that just has an interesting album cover and they'll just go through it and listen to it and they'll have a great idea to to use some of that music as a sample. I mean, I think it's incredible. Like some there was some controversy, you know, Kanye was doing that um, when he first came out using those samples and people were kind of upset, like, OK, this music is not original. He's sampling everything. But to me, I think it's genius. Like I saw someone creating a beat right in front of me, just pulling out a record, pulling the beat use a part of that beat to put it in a sample loop it i'm like this is incredible like i this is something i never would have thought to do so it's definitely a craft it's an art to that and i respect it i thought so too man like um like i can't like like the originators they get a little mad when you know what i'm saying when people sample their stuff but if i was an originator of a song and somebody sampled it, I'd I look at it like they was giving me props or something. You know what I'm saying? Like they was, they like they was saying, like paying homage to to me for creating the dope song for them to sample and then make something beautiful out of it. You know what I mean? Like I some agree. of these songs, some of these songs sound a little better than the originals. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Some of them do. Like, but uh. Either that or you never even would have known about the original had you not heard the sample. Yeah, yeah, see, that too. You know, that'll make you go back and look for their stuff, you know? Yeah. So, like, I'm going to tell you like this. This this ain't hip-hop, but, uh, like, by the woman that got that song, that's that's the way I feel about you. Mm Mm-hmm. Casey and JoJo made that mug sound good, boy. Oh, snap. <laughs> no, not that song. It was, uh, If You Think You Lonely Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I heard that. Yeah, I remember. Man. Man. Okay, Bobby hold on. Well, yeah, I'm about to say now. Come on now, Bobby. You know, that song, the original, was already dope. Yeah, it was dope, but Casey, man, come on, man. Casey <laughs> came in and joke and told that joke on <laughs> You know, you put that flavor on it. Put that sauce on it. Yeah, he put some sauce on it, man. He, that's what he did. He sauced it out. It, it's like, it's like what, uh, 
like Jordan, what like what Jordan did for basketball. I mean, Julius Irving was cold. Then Jordan came in and added some sauce to the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so what I want to do right now is take a quick music break. So one of your latest singles is called You're a Star. So we're going to get into that, and we're going to come right back. So keep it locked right here. It's the First Fridays podcast at thegodcollection.com. Yeah. Arkansas Bowman. Step into your greatness. DJ Payne won. They figured this would be the smartest route for me to take, but I didn't want to pursue it. For me, it's tranquility, mama. I want to do music. Man, and she supported me. A lot of folks didn't believe in me. I could have displayed paintings in many galleries easily. Now I paint pictures with wording for all of y'all to see. I'm still an artist, just not the type that y'all thought I'd be. One time mama came to a show and couldn't believe her eyes. My first performance in front of her, she was quite surprised. She said, it's crazy how your peers want to be close to you. Go for it, baby. See, this here what you supposed to do. Those words from her took me plenty far, man, for what it's worth. I told myself I'ma stay at it till I leave this earth. No lavish crib and no, I still ain't got that fancy car. But I'ma get it, cause my mama told me I'm a star. Who you really are For a minute felt like a slave And precious time was wasted But where I'm from I'm a legend They tell me I'm the greatest Name ringing bells In other states For music I created Arkansas Bo the truth I guess it's safe to say I made it I still get calls To come rock shows With all the southern legends Born B, Scarface A-Ball and MJG And Devin And baby It's a beautiful thing I kick the truth to the youth and they can do anything they put their mind to. Put fear and all afflictions behind you. Don't let no negativity from nobody define you. Stand tall on all that you believe. Just get up and get it. Supporters gonna support you. Haters ain't gonna be with it. And when it happens, you can smile down on their frowning faces. Cause you're shining and wasn't scared to step into your greatness. Step in. Nations. Ain't no no protesting no more, I'm tired of being silent. It seems to me if we want peace, we gotta bring some violence to their front though. And all this ain't no front though, I keep something with me if evil Esau wanna pump both. Elijah McClain, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, I wish we could have been there to save you. Take out my ass to the throne, I'ma come take your baby. I for now on my end, same actions for my lady. Brothers prepare for the rhetoric, I can feel it 
overcome and take the power God gave you. Protect your children and your woman. A planet without my people ain't the end of my story. If that's the case, we better man up and prepare for glory. And if y'all want to protect mass and them, that shame on y'all. These stars will burn out, turning the comets and rain on y'all. Friday's podcast brought to you by thegodcollection.com. I'm your host, Ali Don, here with Arkansas Bo. You just heard one of his latest singles. It's called You're a Star. And that's one of my favorite songs that you've made. I mean, everything is dope from the beat to the singer to the lyrics. I mean, everything was great. I want to thank you for that. Shout out to Bailey Pacquiao, Alejandro, for your collaboration on that. Now, before we took that break, we were just talking about artists who recite lyrics from other artists. So there's controversy all the time about rappers who recite certain lyrics from other rappers. I remember Jay-Z like had this huge controversy about that and it was just so disrespectful. The blasphemy that was being yeah. put out there about Jay-Z yeah. and even I, now... I didn't look at him as biting. It, it, it wasn't biting to me. You know what I mean? Like when he said I'm paying homage to my brother like Should there be a certain rule like you can do it if the person is dead? Like, what if the rapper's still alive? Like, there's a situation with no. with Tory Lanez. Skip Tory Lanez, by the way. Okay, I don't have no respect oh, for Tory Lanez. Okay. Yeah, Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez did that with with, uh, with Cassidy. I I tell you which one I did one with that's still alive. I did one with Big Crit. Oh yes, yes. I said, uh, Big Crit said, I said, do you mind if I murder this? Spit that southern slang over something so conservative. And then I said, okay, I stole them words from Chris. You know what I'm saying? I said that. Yeah, so, okay, so it's got to be like, you got to keep it nutritious, like as you would say. Right. Like, you got to mention yeah. who said it in the line. Yeah. Or they got to be yeah. dead. So they either got to be dead for you to recite their lyrics, or if you recite their lyrics, you just got to give them credit where credit is due, like in the bar. Right. I did. I gave them the credit right then and there, right after I said it. <laughs> I said, okay, I told them where it was Chris, like when I heard it, you know what I'm saying? So that's the best way to go about it, if you're reciting somebody yeah, else's See, but then there's some, do it right. well, there's some that's so popular, though, that it's like, you should know this. You know what I mean? Like, I got a new song that I'm working on. The opening line, like, right at the beginning, I'm like, we the business, 100 million. It's like, you should already know who that is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, I mean, I do it, too. I do it a lot, as a matter of fact. Like, it kind of helps get the creative juices flowing. <laughs> so, don't get mad. so, don't get mad at me. You're going to hear your bars, all the MCs, all of y'all. You're going to hear your bars. 
And, you know, I even did a song, Royal P Interlude. I mean, I took a little bit of a Leah sample. I mean, just kind of like, it's it's like a double entendre. You know, my name is Aaliyah. Aaliyah's right. really dope, you know what I'm saying? And she had that song on the next Friday soundtrack, I Don't Wanna. I don't want to breathe without you. And I put a little bit of that. I was doing that in one of my songs, <laughs> like straight up. So, so as long as it's not plagiarism, like you're not totally taking someone's song. And then you know no, what? And I think it's yeah, Drake. 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 Yeah, he, I don't know about Drake. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, Drake, He's doing boy. it a lot. Well, Drake could take a whole verse. <laughs> Some people, I do feel a way. Now, I do feel a way if it's like multiple lines that are like totally copied off of somebody else's song. That's why I'm like, okay, like, come on, like, how long are you going to keep going? Like I personally, yeah, I personally have a problem with that when it's like it's just going on and on. Like, yo, this they're doing the whole verse. Like, seriously, yeah. it is a bit of a problem. Okay, so I want to ask you since we talked about Jay Z a little bit, like that's your favorite artist. Yeah, man, all the way around the board. Now, who else? <laughs> like, who else do you do you listen to in the music game? I know you're talking about like Reason a little bit. Yeah, I like Reason, man. Like. He on TV and people don't, I don't think people know about him because, I mean, <laughs> he's standing behind Kendrick, man. I mean, <laughs> Kendrick bad, boy. He I mean, dangerous man. you know, and people, they're already um, doing a lyrical breakdown of Kendrick's verse in um, a song that he just dropped recently is, what is it, Family Ties? Yeah, yeah, he's out smoking on your top five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever's in your top five. If he's he smoking on your top five, hey, he can say that. I mean, he has every right. He has every right to go ahead and say that. Like, who's gonna challenge him? It's only a. Man. It's only. It's not too many people. I, the only person that I think that could keep up with you to be real with you is Big Sean. Big Sean, eh? Yeah, man. Like. People don't listen to Big Sean. Big Sean can rap like for real, for real. Like, yeah, dude be going off. Yeah, he's good. And he, he's on the ears too. You know, he ain't, he ain't. Uh, his, 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 his lyrics ain't uh, cringy. You know what I'm saying? Some people just be cringe, cringe-worthy lyrics. I hate it. <laughs> You know, I thought you were gonna say who can who can um who could be a good matchup with Kendrick would be J Cole, but actually I agree with you. I think Big Sean is actually like a, a better match, better matchup. Yeah, cause see, J J Cole too spiritual. What a good how he got the free flow. I don't know if some. Yeah, like he, it's definitely a different vibe. He made me, me want to like put on a kufi. Like, Put your dashiki on, roll out a mat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I could definitely hear that. Okay, so so let me ask you about this now. It's 
I'm going to switch gears a little bit to talk about like dating, like dating somebody in the music industry. I had an interview, shout out Jazzy Wolf. She was telling me about how she was dating somebody in the industry and it turned out to just be a beautiful nightmare. It was a big mess. So, so let me ask you, so from your experience, your point of view, like what is it like to date somebody who's up and coming in the music industry? kind of tough like if you're up and coming wow I mean there's a lot there's, there's a lot going on because it's like you're dating somebody who's like hot like somebody who's been in the game for a long time like you and then there's somebody who's up and coming so you're getting all this shine during a show and then it's like and you're getting all these women coming up to you so not only are you battling with like some jealousy but then there's also that competition of like getting the attention as a as a star as an artist, like you want to get that attention too. It's just a lot of layers that you have to deal with when you're dating somebody who's up and coming. Now, do you think it would be a different scenario if you were dating somebody who was like a bigger artist than you, somebody who was very much established? Um, no, I wouldn't say that because, well, I wouldn't be in her way if that was the case. Yeah, maybe she could help me out like Nikki did Nick. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she hit me out like 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 Nicki Minaj did me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Other than that, nah. Uh, I, um, but now it's kind of intimidating. Oh really? You know what I'm saying? Well, how so? I, I, like it would be intimidating for me to approach somebody in the game. In the game, I don't know. It always been like this. I remember. Uh, I always had a thing for Maya, and I saw her in Chicago and froze up. I ain't say nothing to that girl, boy. You missed your shot. You <laughs> missed. Shout out to Maya. Hey, if you listening to this, though, I'm grown now, though, because I was like 21 back then. <laughs> okay, this is a new segment. Shoot your so shot. New segment of my life. Hey, Maya. New. Cool with me. Cool with me. Arkansas both. Yo, you heard it. You heard it here first. Arkansas Bo officially shooting his shot at Maya. How should she contact you, Bo? She's listening right now. (laughs) How should Maya get in touch with you? She can get in touch with me on Instagram at Arkansas Bo. You hit me up on YouTube on the Arkansas Bo. 
Maya. Plenty of ways to contact them. Maya. What's up, girl? <laughs> got the man of your dreams right here. Well, that's too bad. Okay, so so you were intimidated when you saw her. Now, what's that all about? Because it's unfortunate because a lot of a lot of artists and even um, actresses in the industry, a lot of them very beautiful, very talented. A lot of them have the same story. Like men are too intimidated to talk to me and I'm single because everybody's scared to talk to me. So like, how can men be more encouraged to talk to the, the woman of your dreams? I was square. I was square, baby. <laughs> I was square. And now, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was going to say something, but then I was like, hey, my leg would let me walk over there. Okay. All right. Hang and on. then I was just like, you know, I, I, was, I started looking at myself. I was like, oh, I'm skinny. Oh, I'm no. Black. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm skinny. I'm real black. It's hot out here. I don't think I need to be going over there. But, uh. <laughs> just any kind of excuse you could think of. Yeah, I was thinking of anything to be about to go over there and get embarrassed, boy. Now, I yeah, know boy. for a fact that these women would definitely appreciate men who have the courage to just come up and talk to them. Now, you say now things are a little bit different. Like, maybe if you ran into Maya nowadays, things oh, yeah. Yeah, might be... Yeah, if I seen her now, I'd, boy, I'd slide <laughs> up on her. Like, hey, look here. <laughs> I've been a fan for years, and I don't know if you remember Chicago, but you were there. Okay, so what's different now? Like, where's the confidence coming from? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm a man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man these days. Men just have confidence, so just be confident and shoot your shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. Have my, have my dress retwisted, roll up on all smooth, smelling good. <laughs> yeah. You got to make sure the dreads is freshly twisted. So let me you know, back then our clothes was baggy. I had on that long white tee, man. Hey, oh, man, not the white tee. Had that long white tee on, the bag of pants and the Timberlands. I was like, nah, I just ain't gonna work. That's a look. That's definitely that's that's a whole entire vibe though. Like I do miss the days where the men had the baggy pants with the Tims and the way the way the pants fall over the shoe. To me, it just does something to me. Like it's just yeah, real. You know, I still rock Levi's. I don't even rock skinny jeans. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, it's hard to find a regular pair of pants these days because everything's skinny fit now. This is a public service announcement that baggy pants are back in. They're back in. Yeah, man, bring it back. Levi's and Please. Fellas, please put down your girls' jeans and pick up some baggy jeans. They're back. And I thank all the designers for that. Okay, so Bo, before I let you go, let me ask you this. Now, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who's brand new in the music industry? They're just now stepping into their craft. They're just now getting in the studio. They're getting ready to go on their first tour. They're basically just starting out. Like, what kind of advice can you give to someone who's an emerging artist in the industry? Don't sign with an artist 
and it's okay not to meet your favorite rapper. Wow. They could be, they could be uh, not cool in real life. They make great music, they're great artists, but in real life, they can probably suck. So, wow. Yeah. Okay, so it's okay not to meet your favorite rapper because they might end up being a terrible person. Thanks. In real life. Thanks. And then also, you said don't sign with an artist. Yeah. Well, they're artists first. And at any given moment, they can put you on the shelf and, and focus on them. Now, that's a big fact. And it's definitely a yeah. conflict of interest. And we've seen that before. I mean, I remember when I was in undergrad, I was in this um, a music business class and wrote a paper about the conflict of interest that an artist has when they're also managing another artist. And this was a big problem. I remember when Jay-Z was running Def Jam, I think I might have talked about this too um, during another interview, where some of the artists at the time at Def Jam were upset that Jay-Z wasn't doing more to push their career or to promote their album. And then he kind of felt like, well, you should already be big enough, right? Like, what do you really need me to do? Like, you already have a fan base. But at the same time, he was also dropping projects. Right. And the right. same thing with Diddy, too. Like, D Diddy's also dropping his own project. You know, some people get a little bit upset if they're just waiting for their, their project to get that same kind of push and recognition. So there there is going to be a conflict of interest. That's just a fact. It's only one artist that I probably signed with. Who's that? That's T-Pain. Uh, I signed with T-Pain. Okay. I would. Yeah. I was signed with T-Pain. But other than anybody else, and, and Gucci, Gucci man ain't good about getting his artists out there too. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, man, historically. Gucci man ain't good about that. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, man, nah. Wow. The reason I wouldn't sign with Gucci is because I don't feel like my music fits the... It's what he's looking for. You know what I mean? Hmm. They like street cats and all that kind of stuff. So, and I ain't no street cats. I'm a sidewalk type of dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on the sidewalk, boy. You know? <laughs> okay, so you don't be in the streets. Like, I'll meet you in the sidewalk. Yeah, man, I'm, okay. hey, I'm not mad at that and as a matter of fact too that reminds me of like one of your favorite looks that I have of you is when you wearing a backpack and your glasses with your hat turned backwards yeah. Uh, that's that's my favorite look for you. Backpack rapper bow. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like that. You should look like that all the time. Like that should be like your signature look. Okay. I got a backpack too. I'm <laughs> go ahead and try to give it a shot. I like that. That that might help you out with Maya. Like, you know, she'll see that, she'll be like, Okay, he he looks very studious. He looked like he's not in the streets, he looked like he on the sidewalk, he seems safe. Mm -hmm. I like that. I think that might help. Right. It might. I might become a matchmaker too So you know we'll find out how this goes So let me know <laughs> When Maya hollered at you Taking full credit for that Alright Bo Alright Bo So I want to thank you so much for joining me today I really appreciate you Now everybody knows they can find you At Arkansas Bo On everything all social media platforms You got 14 albums out Available on all the streaming platforms. Anything else you want to say to the people? Hey, man, y'all be good. Love y'all. Shout out to Stuck Guy. Little Rock. Shout out to Little Rock. Dallas. Dallas. And Denver, Colorado. Denver, what up? That's what's up.
That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. Well, thank you very much. That does it for another one of the First Fridays podcast. Make sure you check us out at thegodcollection.com. Shout out to all the listeners on SoundCloud. And we'll be back for another one. Oh, really, man. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Cash. Shout out to the home Cash. <laughs> all right. And we out. We out.